Hello. 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 There you are. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you can you hear me? Okay. I can. I see you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> can you hear me? We can. Okay. Good. <laughs> Frank, can you hear Velvet? I can hear both of you clearly. And you both can hear me, and everyone can hear us. Uh huh. Uh huh. How are you guys doing? We're doing. Uh, I'm doing okay. Only okay. D's right. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> I'm okay. doing fabulous. That's what I want to hear, because that's what I only expect from you anyways. Fabulous. I've got to dig down deep and get some fabulousness. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say it's lovely to hear your voices, the two of you. It's been too long. And uh, I know that we have a lot to share here with this stuff today. And I think everybody wants to know exactly what the fuck we're up to. Oh, shit. I'm not supposed to say that, am I? No, I you can. can. Oh, I can because it's podcasting. Because it's podcasting. It's, <laughs> it's the, it's the radio. It's the Fabulous D Show with, with Velvet Steel and Frank Catolo. Mm-hmm. And the, the artist D. That's me. So welcome to the show, you guys. Thanks, darling. And, and gals and, and everything in between. We are so, we're the ones who could be welcoming you to let us do this. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And a good idea it is, too. It is. And, and we, are, we are juiced talk. And we are juiced. Are we juiced? Mm-hmm. Capital mm-hmm. J. And, and I hope those people out there listening realize it ain't often you can get these three voices at the same exact time. this is going to be like one giant commercial i won't know what to clip and make a commercial out of well Well, we haven't talked with each other for so long i I think there's a bit of uh you know trepidation it's like okay what have you got going on do i talk first should you talk first what the hell is the deal here exactly it's 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 just a big reunion for all of us and we decided after well we met we all met at one time and decided to do this after Things happened, and we we created Juice Talk Radio, JuiceTalk.com, and currently it just has the three of our shows on it, Velvet Steel's Transistor, Frank Catola's Catola Chronicles, Maya the Fabulous D Show, and we wanted to get together and talk a little bit about us, about it, about everything. So I think the best thing we'd do is to tell people about our shows. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Shall we draw straws? Who goes first? Why, why don't you start? You're, you know, you're the one who orchestrated us get together. Let's start yes. with you and, I guess, work our way around the round table. If we can and this is your show right now. True. Right yeah. now, it, it is my show. It is the Fabulous D show. I am the artist D. I don't know. I started this, what, seven years ago, and we're on season six currently right now. It's a fabulous podcast broadcast from the underground, unearthing the underground fabulously every week sunday and i am i am a crazy 
individual. <laughs> does, does anyone have anything to add to that? <laughs> well, I, I, I wouldn't say crazy because I would say that it's normal behavior. That's true. Um, so whatever crazy is, crazy does, normal does, normal doesn't. I don't know. That's right. It's just like, you know, I mean, dealing I, with a lot of crazies in my life, I don't think we're crazy. No, not at all. Well, I, I happen to think you're damn serious. Exactly. Oh, thank you. I am. And I am. Yes, Morris. I know. I know. It's not like you shouldn't let people uh, who, are, who are coming here for the first time to your True. show think that they're going to go, uh, hey, I've got to uh, listen to the Fabulous Z show. I hear it's a comic riot. <laughs> I'm going to go there Sundays. You know, you, you deal with far I more uh, serious things than, uh, uh, than I do. And certainly... Uh, I mean, there's no other place you can learn about areolas. But... <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I've learned. Big God. nipples, small nipples. Uh, there you are. <laughs> there's a whole array in between. Yes. And if you're not happy with what you've got, you can obviously have them tattooed. Get new nipples. Added emphasis. Well, and according to Amanda Lepore, when I did a show with her here in Vancouver at Celebrities, she told me about nipple revision surgery. That was quite interesting. I wasn't quite sure I was prepared to do it, but honey, if those nipples of hers were, had gone through nipple revision surgery, which I'm assuming they did, I'm not so sure I want that procedure. No, 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 no. Have, have did, you, you? did you get to talk to Amanda on, on air or just in person? I was actually in person. Oh, so lucky. I love yeah. her. She was... Uh, She's extremely enigmatic. She's certainly an individual who has, uh, let's say, for example, put cosmetic surgery and procedures into the limelight and is very much a purveyor of all that stuff. And, uh, and she is, for all intents and purposes, the woman she's created. Quite, quite stunning, to be honest. So. And brave. See, Velvet, you're, you're, you're pretty damn serious, too. I mean, she I was is. serious. You know, you're serious. <laughs> she is serious. <laughs> And and I must say, just to add that I think season six is me pouring my my everything out, just yeah, emptying the contents. Whoa, you've been you've been uh, slicing into the cutting edge, if that's possible. <laughs> I think so. I think it is possible, and I'm doing it. <laughs> so I'm more serious than ever. I'm damn serious. So I talk about serious things, but truth, reality things. Velvet, you talk about nipples and other serious things. Exactly. Tell us about yourself. Uh, well, what's going on? Well, um, God, there's so much going on. I mean, where do I start? Uh, okay, so what I've done, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go between serious and comical here and there, and so I just you know keep the mood light, but at the same time serious, right? Whatever. Okay. Um, so. I've had a little bit of reflection in regards to what's been going on because the whole idea of creating a podcast, as for those who don't know out there in listening land, it's it's a daunting task. Um, but it's a labor of love, I have to admit, for you know what it is you're doing and what you're trying to provide. And the whole idea of developing your workflow is something that I think a lot of people don't realize that you have to keep structured. Um, and then also, too, along with that whole workflow, you have to incorporate ideas for what it is that you want to do with your shows, your topics, your subject matter, and how you're going to keep things fresh and alive. Um, and I know with myself, there's been so much across my plate that I've been trying to sort of zero in on what it is that I want to keep going and what I want to, you know, sort of drop off, if, if I can say. Um, you're a very so busy gal. 
Oh, I, I am. And I, I mean, I do like keeping busy, but at the same time, it was an issue of trying to keep everything scheduled and, and motivated and moving along. And uh, as you know, so I'm working at Sweet Adult Boutique as well, so which is a lovely place that I get the yes. opportunity to work at. Um, and I get to talk about the products, the, the sex toys, the lotions, lubes, all these different things and potions that come across my path. <laughs> and of course, it's not always about the, the good stuff. There's some pretty nasty bad stuff that comes in there too that we have to be honest about. And you know what manufacturers are thinking when they're putting these products together is, uh, quite frankly, no pun intended there, Frank, beyond me. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. What, what, ha what just happened there? <laughs> I'm still trying to get my head around the fact that uh, that you said uh, you you plan the show, you work at what you're going to say. <laughs> I'm like that's all it's a whole different league for me. Don't don't get me wrong. I love you. I love you guys for doing that. But yes, Velvet know. and I plan. Frank does less and less to make his show better and better. That's correct. But go, go ahead uh, because I I the one thing I love about both of you is uh, listening. I I love your voice. Thank you. Uh, so so do, working at the sex shop and doing all those different things there and stuff, and I realized that, you know, Juice Talk is a excellent platform to keep us going with what we're doing. Um, so in, in regards to the amount of work and progress that was going into doing things at Out Loud shows when we were all involved there, um, I wasn't really quite clear on the extent of the workload that was going into putting some of these things together because I went in this totally green. Surprise. Uh, sorry? Surprise. <laughs> well, <laughs> good. that's good. I like going in green. Well, I, I like going in green. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. I can't help but get in trouble, when I, whatever I say. <laughs> with the both of us, we'll go the wrong direction. It's okay. I'm right there with you. Good. I think we're in the same car. I've said I'm riding shotgun a lot of the time. So, um, so anyway, so <laughs> so the way I, I picked up my equipment to start producing my own shows and podcasts and things like that. And as a result of the shutdown of Out Loud shows, it was, it was a time of reflection and a bit of you know taking a break to sort of figure out, okay, how am I going to go through this stuff and what am I going to do with topics, right? So thinking, okay, well, for me, it, it still is about the whole issue of trans issues and stuff like that and worldwide issues. Um, and then how do I incorporate that into what I'm doing at the sex shop and also as a sexual advocate and activist. So it's, uh, so I sort of, you know, filtered out or spread out into a few different places where I'm able to gap stories from around the world that deal with trans issues. Also as well, I'm also gathering stories and have become a member of certain groups around the internet here. One of them being IRMA, the Internal Rectal Microbicide Association. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. It's 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 a juicy one, but um, and almost in a in a manner of speaking, a comical kind of name, but with serious repercussions, because the microbicide. So what people are wondering, what's a microbicide? Well, a microbicide is actually a lotion or a gel that they are trying to um, implement into people's sex lives and sex practices that will actually act as a barrier for um, you know sexually transmitted diseases, and that mm. includes a um, and this is something that they've known about for quite some time, but of course, you know, the pharmaceutical companies and all these other ones have been reluctant to this out because, well, where do you put the classification into a lubricant? In Canada, consider them to be a cosmetic. Um, in the States, where you guys are, you guys have got it figured out. It's a medical aid. So that kind of thing there. So I 
I, what I and what I want to continue doing is I'm, you know, developing my website, which has now gone from this sort of sex kind of thing more in terms of a trans comic camp kind of presentation. It's not only serious, but it's also fun. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep presenting things that are serious and fun on Juice Talk and on VelvetSteel.com. Decided I'm going to take more of a camp of um, to get people to really truly laugh and engage them, and in the in the in the you know so in the recent past too as well as a result of all this stuff, I guess I took the leap of going to all these different sites, social sites that I was on, uh, about Facebook or Twitter or all these other different things, and try to engage people on topics that are pretty controversial around the world that are actually making um, a statement around them. One of them has intersex youth. Um, as well as a lot of youth that are now coming out and living their lives as their chosen gender. And I'm talking about youth that are 8, 9, 10 years of age. Um, so a lot of these sites that, on that I thought were more of a political motivation, I've since gotten off of because, well, you're stepping on a hotbed here. What are you doing? What are you talking about? This You can't do this on here. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay, so this is really a site that is more about I'm sorry to say this, fat old British men who want to look the best in their daily lives with their nail polish choice and their purses and their hair and their makeup. <laughs> so needless to say, I you know, basically fired up a shitstorm at most of these websites before I left them high and dry. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, and then the, after I left them, I was getting a lot of these emails from all these people that wanted me to come back. And I'm like, no, you know what? My time there was done, and I'm I, I'm moving on in a much more, uh, I, I guess, a more activist approach. So, you know, and my work here in Vancouver as well, working with um, a lot of sex work organizations in regards to because I don't know if you guys know, uh, in June, June thirteenth, as a matter of fact, we had a Supreme Court challenge that went before our Supreme Court in regards to prostitution laws. Mm. And something that's very in my heart and. Yes. Uh, the whole idea of the prostitution laws here in Canada, like prostitution for all intents and purposes in our criminal code is legal. Um, but anything else, up to the point, which means advertising purposes of, exchange of money, solicitation, uh, living off the avails, um, aiding and abetting, all this stuff is still illegal. And, you know, and within that, there are so many different things that they can try to do on criminally. And so what it's done is... is it facilitated a work environment for these individuals that are sex workers that is hostile, violent, and unsafe. And that's the criminal code. So um, with this court case has gone ahead, and also to the city of Vancouver, I've been working with some community groups in regards to going out and doing sensitivity facilitations. And so all this stuff has been, once again, very serious to me that it's time to lighten up and, yeah. and lighten the mood and loosen up the mood and, you know, put a comic element back. You know, and I'm still drawing on my experiences as a professional dominatrix and my past experiences to how I can put those into stories and context as well. So in the coming weeks, for me, my plan, aside from having my new website, which is going to have some fun velvet cooks, velvet talks, ah. velvet bitches. Velvet finally um, cooks. I'm excited. Actually, velvet cooks, Danish style, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I'm going to be implementing my workflows, probably starting to develop that next week and then start really get on the bandwagon of all that stuff. Because as I, you know, acquired all this audio equipment, this lovely audio equipment, um, I've also acquired quite a bit of video and photography and lighting equipment too. 
Um, so I guess I'm, you know, looking at turning something into a TV-oriented thing um, with my own show that will be videotaped and then exported into podcast format so people can still listen, look, you know, they can listen, learn, and hopefully laugh. Awesome. So for right now, we're putting up your previous, well, I guess we could call it your previous season worth of Transistor at juicetalk.com. And then in around probably November, you'll be yeah. coming out with some new stuff. Absolutely. And some more fun stuff and more, more of a, a looser interactive visual. Yep. Mm. And, and I realize that by what I've done is I've actually gone through the internet and cleaned up a lot of stuff that I was involved with as well. And a lot of them was stuff that wasn't generating in, any income or interest. And, you know, it's, I, I get, I get a different headspace in regards to what I want to present these days. I mean, yes, the pornography is lovely and wonderful, but it's, there's, there's no money to be made in it, to be honest with you. And you really can't affect changes on a serious scale within that industry if you're, you know, presenting that. So I got rid of a lot of these videos, um, got rid of a lot of these different sites, dumped them off. And uh, I've decided that, you know, for the, I am, I still have one and I'm still toying with the idea of do I get rid of it or not, but it's well, based. Which one, which one is that? Now you want to give me that URL? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I lost her. I, Velvet, come back. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I just kind of lost you there for a second. With his basically foot fetishism and high heels and things like that. Uh. So it's not with anything else, but it's still very fetishistic. Um, but I've, I've you know, gone through and really taken stock of what it is that I put out there and, and, and why I put it out there and really re-evaluated everything. Um, and, you know, in, in my own personal life as well, there's some family situations that are going on in regards to my siblings. And it's like, you know what? I, I've got to really take stock of it, clean house, straighten up, smarten up, and, and become a leader again. And I feel for myself that there was a period there where I, I believe, lost that ability to do that because I was doing too much in the way of trying to people-please everybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, um, so as a result of sort of stepping back and I go, okay, this is what I want to do. This is where I'm going to go with this. Um, this whole politically correct nonsense, which is, as far as I'm concerned, politically incorrect, mm. uh, politically shit, if we can say that. We can. It, you know, continually trying to oversensitize and, and be, you know, sensitive to everybody else's needs and, oh, how can I help you? How can I do this? And at risk, they're compromising their own integrity to themselves is what I've been finding. And uh, and I re I really feel that okay if you're going to continue to do that you're not going to get ahead you're not going to get anywhere with what you want to do because you're going to continue to attract these individuals who are going to suck fire the psychic vampire word you know what I mean oh, yeah. and you really have to, you know be able to turn around and say enough calling it for what it is and this is what it's going to be and you know experiencing a lot of people that are also pulling in this politically correct thing and taking back and taking stock of who they are what they're all about and their projects and asserting themselves again and I'm really excited to see that because it means that everybody wants to move ahead they want to move forward rather than doing this whole oh let's take a Valium and chill let's take a Percocet it's like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> it's something that ain't gonna go in your mouth exactly <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm just sorry that I don't know how this happened but somehow I missed the entire uh, Velvet Pleases Everybody uh, era. <laughs> How did I miss that? 
it's been going on for quite a time, and, uh, and you know, and I was kind of drawing on a lot of my experiences in regards to content creation for out loud shows, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and then I realized, okay, but I'm I'm just doing this. I'm kind of going through the motions, and there's really no motivation politically or any other behind me. I mean, when my fetish party shut down, it was ba- I, you know I could see. Oh, I wanted to people please everybody. I was doing this and I was doing that, and you know. And then as a result, I, I let people get under my skin, and and then I've you know come to the realization that uh, no, wh- why did I do that, and why did that happen, and uh, you know, it, it matter of being a pushover and doing these things. And I know the product that I want to put out there that I'm working hard to do already as it is, and I know it's going to be working. And as you said, D, in November is when you're going to see some really seriously big changes and some new product coming from me. I can't so wait. Be interested in seeing and hearing, and I think oh. I'm totally excited by it. Oh, that was painful. That was so painful over here. <laughs> Who's was it? I believe that was Velvets. <laughs> She still has a ringer, or, or is that a digital imitation of a ringer? And the reason I've got that on there is because it's the only thing I can identify that ring. And the um, only thing in here, you know, it's the only thing that gets my attention. It well, doesn't it though? I it mean, does. it's got these oh, ooga booga, fancy funky. <laughs> that is so true. And and what you were saying previously, actually, you know, when I think we all start that way, we we put out what we think we want to. But then, we, and it's kind of like we're all in a Petri dish. Eventually, we figure out what we want to become and do something else. Exactly. Exactly. And, and take ownership, right? You know, put it out there, do it, and, and, have a, and have a good time doing it. But be true to yourself. And, you know, we hear this so many times when we're talking about the youth growing up and, you know, identifying with who they are, what they are, what they want to be. And then I think at a certain point that... Everybody goes through a period where you suddenly become awash with all these other different things that you really don't know who you are, what you are, what you're all about, even though you said you were as a youth. But it, it, it boils down to, I believe, for that whole people-pleasing aspect that you're, who you are is, is on it for a while, right? right. And, and Frank, you must be completely overwhelmed with all of this planning uh, that you're hearing from us. Tell us about Catolo Chronicles. <laughs> Like I feel like I feel so lame though, you know. <laughs> in one way, uh, because I, I and I'm I certainly there's nothing pejorative about this. I mean, I, I absolutely adore the fact that you guys uh, come up with uh, uh, with directional personal things, uh, whether it's uh, yourself and uh, uh, and and the. I just I, I admire that. I I was thinking uh, just the other day. I'm saying to myself. You know, I think right now, I said, I, I know I do this show, and sometimes when it comes, uh, when I don't have guests, and people are always, you know, I get, I get more guests than I, I used to, but when I don't have guests and I have to do a regular show again, I always have to come up with like a sentence or something. I don't I mean, I never know what I'm going to do, and I really don't feel like uh, looking into anything because I don't have that drive, there's certain drive that you guys have in terms, um, and I, I don't even know how to explain it because I don't have it. Because I always feel like uh, there's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm really not contributing anything, <laughs> and I and and I and and I know, um, you know, uh, the things I say on radio and I've always said on Catolo Chronicles, are things that have always gotten me in uh, personal trouble, and um, 
So um, I just have this as an outlet, but I don't have, uh, you know, what, so you say, what's happening to Casolo Chronicles? Well, you know, when I'm on uh, by myself, like I'll be like tomorrow night or a little air after tomorrow night. Which is night. my okay. favorite. Yeah, well, yes, after tomorrow night. And I know I get, that's what I get. I get lots of uh, emails about uh, my, my own uh, show when I'm doing it the way I always did it before there were guests. But still, um, when I'm doing it, uh, I, I never stop to ask myself what I'm doing, but I don't plan what I'm doing, and I have a couple of ideas to go into it, and then it just I, I just go with whatever I go with. But I never had the feeling, I know I, I have a feeling at the end of the two hours that, hey, that was pretty good, because I just have a sense of rhythm and feel. I don't know about getting into anybody's head or expressing anything to anybody, or I don't know what the opinion, I don't know what side of anything I'm on. I mean, I just go in there like a banshee, uh, and, and, uh, and, you know, and that's going to continue, uh, because that's really all I know how to do, nothing else. Which is, is that- kind of, it's kind of interesting, though, because, I mean, everyone knows, or they should know, that, that you kind of got me into all this. And, and, you know, here I am planning and dedicating and all that. And, and I kind of have inspired Velvet uh, just a little bit, I think. <laughs> just a little. Uh, so, you know, here this, this inspiration comes from one to the other and, and kind of spreads out into who knows where. But to think that it came from someone who didn't really, you know, care. To, well, to yeah, that's right. Cares, <laughs> cares a word. I don't have, I mean, I could, I could do, like, I have a certain... Uh, abilities to see certain things, and that's when I, I, you know, I talked. I didn't talk you into this, but I certainly said, "Hey, you know, you could do this. I know you could do this." Uh, and, um, and the fact that you plan and everything is, you know, so you don't, you don't. It doesn't sound that way. I yeah. mean, you you never put together, you know, even the way Velvet talks. Velvet talks, and you just, you know, you know, there's just no way anybody could say, "I know Velvet's got a script," or she's going through the uh, the, the motions here and talking, because uh, it's not true. That that flow, that music of talk, to me, it's music of talk, and, and to me, it's music in a sense, even without lyrics. It just has a beat and a and a and a rhythm to it that you don't hear anywhere else. And if you get something out of it, you get something out of it. But um, but the fact that you plan. Uh, I uh, I never totally noticed. I noticed that when we do shows together, because I know you, you know, you, I know you, you, we talk and you say, well, there's this and that. And I right. know I'm looking this up and I'm looking that up, <laughs> which is fine. I force but, you to plan. It, no, you don't force me force to plan. Force you to study. <laughs> it never comes, it never comes uh, over as a um, program. Right. You know, and that's why I, I don't like to use program. Uh, because I don't really think I have a program. So I, I kind of feel like I'm just a song and dance man in, in terms of uh, with words. Well, in all honesty, I have to say that it's something that I admire about you, Frank, is the fact that you do go, and I'm going to say ad lib um, in a minute. I mean, you do have a topic that you discuss, mm-hmm. and, and you do know what you're talking about. But And I, and I wouldn't say that myself. I'm not, I can only speak for myself, not the artist D, but... Um, is that I have my basic notes or basic subjects that I do want to talk about. So I compile all my information and then I put it together and how I think it's going to work and flow. And then I go from there just with point form notes or what's off the top of my head. But I, I had the ability to do exactly what you're doing, um, you know, just, just to speak and talk. But I find that I need a bit of a, you know, a direction or a directive with what I'm doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I used to write a lot of... Uh 
a lot of notes because I needed a lot of, of guidance. I had to steer myself because I really could not focus. But somehow over time, I'm, I've learned to write the bullet points, which really, really spur me on. And I've just had to learn where they are. Uh, and throughout the show, I'll just look at the next one and it'll just set me off for another 20 minutes. And that's that's what I always knew you could do. I mean, obviously you started with, uh, I mean, not everybody is so, you know, in, insanely in touch with uh, with their unconscious as I, that they could, or feels free enough to just talk, you know, no matter what is coming out and go from one top to another. But I knew you had a certain uh, flow I don't. I can't even describe what it was. It's ineffable. But I knew you. You would have to start with, with notes and stuff. But I bet you. And I told you this a while back too. When you would, I said, I. I'd bet you if you just did an hour or two hours, a, a week, the, the the only thing that would stop you would be intimidation. I think you could talk and fly off with just a couple of notes and talk about anything and still uh, get listeners. And and it is scary how it's turning into this this monstrous kind of creature for me because I now when I start talking about something, if I'm alone and, you know, doing a solo show like that, like you, and it, it just starts going and I don't need another note whatsoever. I'll just keep going. Suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you just, you just, I don't know. You just plug into something. I have no idea what, what that something might be, but uh, yourself, I guess it's just. I usually uh, had to envision that I was on the phone with someone because when I'm talking to someone, I usually can't shut up. So now I just have to figure, you know, visualize I'm talking to somebody. You are, and that's what you're doing. You're exactly. talking, and to and not a bunch of people. Because when I think there's a bunch of people, then I suddenly start to think about it. You can't think about it. Right, I, and I've talked, I've talked about that a million times. You, you should never go on the radio as if you're talking to anybody but one person. That's the whole. Right. Uh, that's the real per. That's the connection. That's why people keep listening because they they know other people are listening, but they go, eh, "He's talking to me." And that is the worst thing for podcasts because you go on and you you act like you're talking to all these people, and then they check your stats and you're talking to one. Then you're really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I never check stats. Well. The beauty of it, as far as that goes, my, my knowledge is like podcasts. You're talking to one, but you're heard by thousands. You know, um, and, and the other thing that I think about as well is like you were talking about envisioning yourself talking to one person, talking on the phone or whatever it is. I mean, when I think back, well, in my younger years, it wasn't as hard to talk on the phone. You, I, I remember being on the phone for sometimes hours. Yeah. I, Right. Yeah. You know, and Especially back then, it was like three hours to one person. You know, and suddenly we had the computer, and then suddenly we were doing FaceTime, and we were doing Skype, other different things. And now I find there's a lot of people who are going back to the whole idea of just talking on the phone, because to be honest, when you are skyping with somebody or you're doing FaceTime or whatever we want to call it now, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of undivided attention to do that. And I mean, and I know we're all multitaskers, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, we could be sitting here talking to each other through Skype, not looking at each other, but in the back, we could be doing other things. And you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're we're multitasking all the time. You know what I like to call and this multitasking is the uh, that's the uh, uh, the zeitgeist. Uh, you know, that's uh, dictionary, what have you. I call it juggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. that's <laughs> That that is what it once was before multi. I think before they called it multitasking, they called it juggling. Well, there you go. See, I just but then really, nobody knows what juggling is anymore. Kids these days, God yeah, damn it. That's true. 
That's true. Uh, but but I lie. I, I, I juggle and I drop a lot. <laughs> I, I never. I don't feel like I ever got anything down. You know, I'm 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 my worst. Not just my worst critic. I'm my worst audience. I am. This is Mac Danger from Swellin' Radio and also from Dead Cowboy Rebellion and Twin Rivers. You are currently listening to The Fabulous D Show with your host, the artist D. Juiced Talk Radio. It's juicy. Juicetalk.com. Hear Frank Catolo's Catolo Chronicles. Imagine if there were, imagine if, like, there were companies that made cookies, and they only got together to make, like, one, a certain amount of cookies for a certain amount of time, okay? Transistor by Velvet Steel. You know, you've got short nipples, you've got long nipples that stick up from the body, you've got big areolas, you've got small areolas, you've got different colors, you've got hair growing off them, you've got everything going on, you've got veiny nipples, you've got all kinds of different things. But for some people, they have really small nipples. And the Fabulous D Show by me, the artist D. You bring I'm, this out in me. <laughs> I know. And this is that's why this is so unique, because you could do a million of your own shows. But yet and I would never do this talk. there, no. <laughs> exactly. You'd never start saying, who did they suck off to get that? <laughs> All at Juiced Talk, archived for your listening pleasure. Juicetalk.com I know you're going to take this. Trans testing me up, baby. This is Becky Cannon, and you're listening to the Fabulous D Show. This is Campus Christmas, and it's Matters a Box of Frogs. And don't forget to sign up on Transtastic.com, the most fabulous transcended social network site in the world. Where can you hear independent music, underground opinion? And more? Tune in to 4Culture Radio at 4Culture.com. We're unearthing the underground audibly. Hi, we're noblesse oblige. You're listening to 4Culture Radio. Our artist is fabulous. Welcome back to the Fabulous D Show broadcasting from Earth. Yes, you are. So what can we find on, on Cotolo Chronicles? Well, you know, I do get, I do, I like, uh, I, I get uh, a lot of, I think, interesting uh, people. I hate that word. I get people who have to bring something to the table. And I like to do that because I, I feel sometimes, because I know the audience that I have, I do it really for them because I don't really care to bring anything to the table. I don't even know where to find the table. But I get people who I know are going to, uh, uh, who, who are going to bring something to the table that other people might enjoy, especially since I, I'm well aware of my demographics and their way. You know, nobody who knows me uh, and talks with me listens to me. I nothing, no one. I have oh only those people who, are, uh, who have know me through this. Uh, I mean, one, once in a while, a person here and there will turn on, but... Um, so, so I know who those, I know those people. So what I do is I try to get, uh, guests and, um, that can, uh, sp- uh, talk about those things. And they're always so much smarter uh, than I am. 
But yet you, you presented so well that you wouldn't even know. Well, thank you. I, 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 but, but still, so that what you'll see, there's more science. You know the things I deal with uh, here. Well, I'll tell everyone else who hasn't listened. Um, um, uh, we, you know, we deal with things, pop culture-based stuff that have to do with science and uh, thinking the brain and who you are, why you are that way, and why uh, we're all naturally just screwed up no matter what we try to do, and, uh, and how we go and how we're adapting to a world that's ever changing and this is where Catolo Chronicles launched the world that is ever changing uh, because of this whole digital revolution which is not over it's nowhere near over and it's just changed all our lives and everything about our lives everything we do and how we do it and uh, being an older person per se than my audience uh, and what have you I think it's uh, uh, it, it's encouraging to uh, younger people to know that I I, I'd see it for what it's worth, you know, uh, and uh, I'm twi- that's why I never hang out with them. I don't even hang out with people my own age. They won't hear of it. Nobody wants to be, no, real believe me, nobody wants to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be 15, 20 years younger, forget it. They just don't want anything to do with me. Which is good, because that keeps you as young as they. Why do you think that is, though? I think it's because I because I took a different path than just about everybody in my generation. I survived doing it. I still do what I want. I just think I'm a comp- I'm I'm still somewhere in a uh, me- in a mental state uh, that people from my generation have just passed by or grown um, grown out of this uh, particular state. I just stopped somewhere along the line. <laughs> <laughs> and I found myself, you know, a lot of these people in my generation are still looking for themselves. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> if you haven't found yourself by now. Holy crap, I know. <laughs> I mean, uh, um, so I, I'm, I'm just way out there. Yeah, I, I guess that's why. I don't know. I get, you know. No, no. I mean, like, I think about this one statement. I mean, one of my favorite bands, Goldfrap. I have to give them plugs oh, every yeah. now. Things and they're doing stuff that pushes the envelope in regards to information and stuff like that. And one of her songs talks about how um, I'm the world, right? You know, I, that's how I know everything. I, that's how I've made myself. I'm super brain. And I think those are really telling words in, in the, you know, in that lyric or the lyrics there. But the world is going. And if you're not on board with it, you're not going to go too far. You're just going to get you know, left behind, realistically speaking, as far as I'm concerned. Well, and that is what people of, of any generation at all, I mean, when they, they give up, they stop, they don't go on. They just continue on their, their circle. They don't go like we go. I think that's the similarity between the three of us. If there's any thread between these programs, oops, I said programs. Uh-oh. Well, you're programs and I'm a show. <laughs> <laughs> people think oh, I'm a God. show, but that's okay. <laughs> I think that the thing that the thread that runs through this, uh, these, uh, this uh, triptych of uh, Juice Talk shows is the fact that we're three individuals. We know we're, we're unique. We know we're individual. We don't, necessar- we don't really flaunt it. We just do what we do. And if you want to come into that circle for a while, uh, you can. Uh, and it might, and it's always, you're never going to hurt yourself coming into the circle because you just might bump into something you want to know or what have you. And I think that uh, the thing that's similar is the fact that uh, neither of us, neither, we don't want to say that with three people, none of us, what do I say, none or neither? That's better, yeah, none. None. None of us, thank you. None, you know, you know I am with English. None <laughs> of us 
none of us really give a, and I'm going to fly and fuck for a rolling donut, what any... <laughs> what anybody is going to say, criticize, or judge us. And I think that that particular, that's a strength. And I think that there are people who hear that uh, and I, uh, in, in, our, uh, in our shows, and I think they know that. And I think they, even if they don't want to, I think they admire that. And then that admiration uh, may turn sour, as it has many times in my life, to, it turns into jealousy. And there's nothing you can do about it because you can only be yourself. But I think that one thing uh, is amazing. And I think, if, I think somebody out there who's listening now should do uh, some kind of an essay on the three of us, uh, on, on that similarity in terms of how, uh, so as a social uh, structure. Mm -hmm. I think more people need to do essays on us. Yeah. Well, but, yes, I agree, Frank. I'm a program, but I'm not programmable. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and thinking about the three not to pigeonhole our shows but cuz and that's what makes us so juicy is that we're all covering different facets and and I when Frank was talking I was thinking you know Catola Chronicles deals with more the mechanics of the world and I deal with more the the non tangible brain something something with the brain and and Velvet is more of the sexual mechanics and more of the awareness and education yeah you're right the socio-sexual mechanics and education <laughs> i love that yes socio socio well i can't you even gotta write that down in our controller chronicles notebooks <laughs> i know i used to know this guy and he used to you'd get into these you'd start talking like this and uh and anytime he got stuck or anytime it started to get too heavy he would just go i just want to get laid <laughs> and I used to love the fact that it just like bring it right down to the right down to the to the to the animalistic uh, 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 nature of it all. So, but but you know, I don't think any of us get too academic. I mean, I mean, mechanics. You're right. There are there's a lot of things I I talk about that have to do with yeah, mechanics. Right. Even though I go, you you deal with the brain differently than I do, and uh, and uh, Velvet deals with. Uh, you know, emotional issues and body issues and identity issues differently than I do, but and differently than you do. Well, we're so, not Alan Alda on Nova, that's for sure. No, no, this is this is uh, everyone who's listening who doesn't know anything about should definitely start downloading uh, these uh, shows because I think uh, uh, and this I, I got to say this because uh, uh, and I and I know Velvet agrees with this. I mean, the juice talk wouldn't even be there if it wasn't for D. No, exactly, it wouldn't, not at all. And uh, that's it's been a real serious learning experience, even for me, for that things. And it's like it's all start, you know, your own process, your own production. Like I said before, your own workflow, getting to figure it all out and part of it. So I was just so happy to find people that actually, you know, after all this time of doing what I've been doing on all sorts of fronts, finally to find some actual people who would keep doing something good and keep posting more things and not just give up. It's just so nice to know people finally who don't give up. Exactly. I mean, yeah, to me, it's like, okay, this, this, this ball's in motion. How to rolling, which brings me to another thing. I mean, since this is your show, maybe we should now Frank and I take this upon ourselves to ask you questions. That, that would be lovely. I love answering questions. 
You go first, Velvet. First thing on my mind is what is up for you? What is new for you? What are you doing? I mean, having looked at what you had before on the internet and what you were producing, you were quite, um, I will say, prolific in interviews and your, your stuff your talks what does the future hold in store for you i i really wonder that myself uh, lately as as i am pouring myself out as far as on radio with this season i'm i'm coming to a point where i'm starting to talk about everything i've ever wanted to say and say it in a way that i've always wanted to say it i don't even think i had the words before or the patience to say the things that I'm saying now in the way that I'm saying them, although I have tried to say these things before. But I, I kind of started to wonder just the other day, like, what happens next? Because I don't think I can repeat myself again. And as much as I'd like to go on interviewing people forever, I don't want to be the artist who interviews other artists. I want to, I want to continue that. But I also would really like to be an artist again, then that's probably the answer to the question is I really like to be an artist again. I'd like to create my own art again because I haven't painted, I haven't written. I've I've done, you know, columns and opinion. I've been more opinion for the last few years than anything else. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I wish I you know I'd have a loop of that sound. There's huh. a sound. I would love, I would love to like, in the middle of the night, turn over in bed, right? And then, and then just hear that. I just think it's great, you know, the artist D goes on for five minutes, waxing philosophically. Velvet Steel says, huh. I mean, it's, it's, it's so much, it's like, it's like a mantra, you know? It's like, a, oh, now I could go back to sleep, doll. Thank you very much, because I understand. <laughs> it all. Huh. Well, I shouldn't say this, but I mean... I think what you said to me just I mean the reason my reaction was what it was is is because it was so real and it was so honest. I mean I I have gone to so many different gallery openings and sat and listened to the bullshit that comes out of <laughs> artists that I'm more prepared to listen to something that's so uh, over the top, you know, metaphysical, philosophical that you just like, "Oh yeah, try to explain to me how you made a, you know, a silk out of a sow's ear." Okay whatever you know <laughs> ask me another bottle of white wine and i think i'll figure it out but um you know i i what you just said was just like wow yeah you, you get yeah, it oh, well yeah it doesn't mean you don't i i i, I certainly didn't mean anything uh, no, uh, no 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 i wasn't joke. i wasn't joking that was like such a great that no, was great and it and it said everything you could possibly say after D said that that, that was great. it was like period i could have said period that was and it, period and it was, <laughs> <laughs> Because that's how I feel I am all the time. That's yeah. sound. Yeah. You know, that's it. I mean, people say things to me, whether I, I think I don't understand them, I don't understand them, or I don't understand why they say it, or why they think it, or what they're saying, or why they, why they exist. And I mean, every, everywhere I go, I go, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> you know, I mean, listening to what you just said there, D, it just sounds like, you know, you've had, opportunity to think about all these other different things and as I, well, it's not always about me, but I like to think it is, but anyway um, huh. say it for what it is take it back and own it and then just and then express yourself, say it for real 
as opposed to waxing poetic. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. And, and, and that's what I'm, I'm really, truly appreciating hearing. And I'm hearing a lot more people are like that these days. And say, oh, well, yeah, how many ways are we going to candy coat that? Exactly. Because I know what everybody wants to hear is that, you know, the show shall continue on a weekly basis and I will work my ass off. But I've got, you know, I, I've always been doing something different, so I'm going to keep doing something different. Although, never would put this on a shelf. It'll always be around in some way. And I look to that art, to be honest. I mean, I, I want to see stuff. I want to hear stuff. I want to touch stuff. I want to know stuff. I want to feel it from the inside out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And oh, I, I sure know what you mean. <laughs> well, I couldn't have said that better if I said it. <laughs> well, that, 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 that just... Huh. <laughs> well, and, and we had, um, I'm not going to name names because people who interview people, they're important people too. But we had someone uh, approach us for the magazine that uh, basically he, he wanted to be interviewed. He wanted to be featured in the magazine. And I looked into him and everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's great. Look into him. And I did. And that's all he did. I mean, he is... He's done nothing before. He'll do nothing after. He interviews famous people. And I said, no, I can't have someone who, that's not an artist. They don't interview people because we all do something different. We all have more to us. Frank's a writer and, and a showman and Velvet, you, you do so much more. And I like to feel that I come from some artistic background of doing something before this. So... It's just kind of weird to me, and it made me really think that wow, some people feel that this is this is it, and this is like something to talk about, and it is. Well, that's the other thing, Dee. Like I said, you know, the three of us are not we're not uh, we're not radio artists. We're artists on radio. Uh, we don't just do this and then uh, and pontificate, uh, and that's on the radio people. We're not. We use this as our uh, our ventricle. Uh, our our artifact, our ventricle, ventricle is good. Our conduit uh, uh, for for this, and and we don't just do this. This is just another thing we do. And all the, look at the people who got into podcasting and internet broadcasting who just don't exist anymore. How how many billions of people are that? You know, they, they just don't. They 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 tried it. They did it, and they because they thought everybody could do it, and they're gone because that's all they did. Exactly. Any more questions for the artist D? Well, <laughs> about a hundred. Like for you, I mean, I, I now I'm I'm very curious. Uh, honestly, and truthfully, I have to admit, any tidbit you can. I want to write more. I want to be a. I want to be a writer when I grow up. <laughs> oh, really? Why? Because you have something to say. I, <laughs> You think <laughs> the uh, yeah D is uh, these are these are a really a good D, D really writes well, <laughs> and Lord knows where D could go writing, uh, you know more than what he already does. Yeah. Yes, and that's what I want. Really, would like to to focus, have the time to focus on an actual book because the last books that I wrote they were. The last one was very focused, but I did it over a, just a couple months, and 
I'm also thinking like, what would happen if that dedicated a year to that or two years? What would happen if I wrote an honest to God book that took time? I have no idea. Something would explode. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. So that's that's the tidbits because I can't really. As far as right this moment, I cannot paint anymore. Nothing comes out of my brain. Mm-hmm. It's mm. it's not functioning. So and then it's usually how it was. I could either paint or write, but I've just not really been able to paint very much for for a while now. I guess it's all subject in how you use the terminology for it. Whether you paint or you write, nothing coming out of your brain because realistic still are creating your brain. It's exactly, like that for others to enjoy. Um, and, and, and present that whether it's writing or whether it's painting so uh, like I said I mean I, I think to be honest with you now here's a pat on the back for the two of you have exposed to you through the original show we all originally met it's been very inspiring and like I said you know we, we've talked about the fact that you and I D are we we write what we do, we script it, we get it all done in point form notes so we can present it that matter so we stay on track. And Frank, you just you're still, I believe, very on track. You're just not writing it down. You're not just putting out your scripting or your point form notes. And I think that's that's something that I believe that most people who are I, I'm gonna say this, art oriented operate. They work in that manner and uh, Things can be overscripted, overread, or overwritten, and then it gets lost in translation. It really, truly does. So, and and but if the essence is there, it's yeah. it's don't maintain its excitement. Well, you know, you got to trust the moment. I've once I learned to trust the moment, and once I realized that I'm just very bad at planning. I I mean, I could do things so much better. I know it. I feel it better. I could do things so much better if I don't plan to think about it, write down anything, even my writing. I mean, I know what I'm going to do, but I, I can't even waste time writing an outline. <laughs> to me, it's like I could have written half of this already. I just know my voice, you know, and, and once, I, once I knew my voice uh, as, a, as a writer and an artist, then I was able to do all sorts of different kinds of art. And we should mention you, you are writing for Four Culture Magazine as well. That's right. I love writing for that. I've been in all eight issues, and I intend to be in the next 267,000. Fabulous. And, and you're writing for other things as well. Mm-hmm. All, all along. I mean, that's kind of what you do. That is your other thing. Yeah, that is it. Uh, but the, the thing is, like I said, I, I, really, I really write very much the way I do everything. And um, I didn't realize that was the way I fought so hard through my life to do exactly how they told me to do it, to plan it, to outline it, to work on it. And it just, uh, and, and that never worked. And uh, I tried, I cheated not to do it. And I went through school, you know, and I, uh, and, and teachers yelled at me and gave me bad marks for doing things I did, even though I accomplished the the uh, the what I was supposed to do because I didn't do it their way. <laughs> it's like you know, so it took me a little longer to find my voice. Once I found my voice, I was kind of disappointed because you know I because well when we start we all we, we all want to you know be someone. I want to be that person. Oh, this is the person who inspired me. I want to be that. And then you realize, oh my God, I'm me. Stop <laughs> <laughs> with me. So you better, you know, but I, but at least I know me better than, uh, you know, most people. So I'll just do me. <laughs> There's the bumper sticker. Might as well just do me. I'll just do me. That, that certainly has any number of connotations. Yes. But 
<laughs> and and another a pat on the back for Frank actually is you know I'm on season six, Velvet's on kind of season two. Frank, you're kind of still on season one because you've never stopped. It's true. I have you, never. You stopped. really have kept going. And I've I was I've been listening to you since oh four oh five mm. at least, and to think that you haven't had a break yet. No sickness, and once in a while, some kind of work or technical problem has has uh, has stopped uh, any show. Other than that, I just uh, I just keep uh, doing it, and and uh, thanks to you, I can now actually save a lot more and uh, make a lot more that is saved available because I don't know how many shows from the beginning, uh, you know, when nobody could save anything, right. how how much was lost. But yeah, I'm just I'm just on. Just on. I'm on. Most people think I'm off, but I'm on. You, I've always been on as far as I'm concerned. I mean, like I said, I, I still feel like I'm trying to catch up here because when the whole computer age really hit home, I was kicking and screaming. I mean, I didn't do with it, and I was so busy doing my fetish parties here in Vancouver that, oh, my God, to have a computer, to do all the advertising, and then the Internet. Oh, my God, what the hell is that? I mean, I... <laughs> My advertising by going to the photographer and then having all done the graphics laid out at the print shop, like quite literally the old school oh method. Oh my god! And then I was like, "Oh my god, okay, let's get a computer." And I'm like, "Why wasn't I doing this before?" Now, now as you hold your iPhone high and record your YouTube videos. <laughs> well, exactly. Of course, now as my phone's been hitting the floor quite a bit. But anyway, oh no, uh, <laughs> I anymore. I don't know that I want an next one coming through the door. I think I want a Samsung or something pretty. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. Oh my god, the iPhone. It's not all that it's cracked I up. Hate to- I got rid of mine. I, I went with the Android. I'm, I'm quite happy. Really? You like yeah. it? I do. I do. I got one of those old men track phones with the giant letters on them. <laughs> <laughs> I only use yeah. it for text. Yeah, Frank will not be uh, recording any YouTube videos on his phone. No, I'd wind up on other people. On his know. AARP phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to join that. But that you know, I just I, I want to be. I'm to you know, know, I don't want to be a member of any club that would have me as a member. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so you show up on uh, on on other people's vines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People people seek me out. Have you seen this yet, Velvet? The, the vine thing. No, no. It's it's like it's like Twitter, but video. It only gives you what six seconds of video. It, yeah, six seconds, and it loops, and, and you can watch any one vine over and over and over. And again. now re- I really, I said at the, at the beginning, I did not get Twitter, and and now I get Twitter. I I hope I really never understand what what the vine thing is, because six seconds of video does not do it for me. Now, listen, there is something I need to I need to say that is coming up oh, uh, yes. because I wasn't have to do. It has to do with me, but uh, and I've been talking about it on the show. But there's a documentary about me coming out. Oh. And, yeah, a documentary. Uh, this uh, young guy who's on my show every now and then, the stand-up comedian. I've been kind of a mentor uh, for Jeremy Long, and you reminded me of it because I'm in his vines. He's uh, um, I, he has I forgot the name of it, but he's uh, he's done shooting, but he's now editing, um, and, and it's over an hour already. Uh, and, wow. and I don't know how he's going to make it available. It might be on. Uh, it might it might be all over the place. But uh, so this is a documentary 
on me, which and I think that is going to be entertaining, not because I think anybody wants to know anything about me, but because we have <laughs> sprinkled in it uh, any number of uh, misguiding elements. <laughs> So just like in my stories, which are, ah. which are about, there's many true things in my stories. You know, they're all based on truth, but they kind of get out there. Um, so it, it's kind of a, uh, uh, it's not a mockumentary. It's a documentary, but uh, it, it should be interesting. So I just wanted to mention that, and I'll say more about it as time goes on. Yes, that should be very interesting. And, and Velvet, what, what is, uh, other than what you've already told us, anything that you need to tell us that's coming up? Well, um, the end of September is going to be the release of the new website. We are at the point where we can actually start doing testing oh. in regards to functionality. Well, the I've been waiting for this for probably a year. I'm very excited. Um, it's looking really good. There's a lot of people that are waiting, and the amount of interest that it's actually drawn just from you know idle chit-chat here and there, I'm, I'm really excited with. So... At the end of September is what we're thinking and what we're hoping. And then once that's done, there's going to be a big, huge blitz of stuff and uh, letting people know. And definitely YouTube will be at the first of the list to let know that it's now live. Have a look and check it out. Let me know. Well, I'll have you on the show again when you, when it's, uh, when you debut it and we'll uh, promote it there too. would love it because it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be campy. You know, it's lighten the mood. You know what I mean? And really take it couple steps further in terms of Definitely. fun, happy sexiness. And I, I don't know how to keep on describing it except for that. <laughs> I think that that really covers that. And, and everyone can get down to uh, Sweet Adult Boutique, of course, in Vancouver. Yeah, say hello and uh, I can help you out with what's going on. And, and you know, like I said, I've always, my, my slogan from, you know, the earlier days is listen, learn, and hopefully laugh. I'd, I'd like to visit, but I want to bring a cot and like stay there for a week. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. <Did> work? <laughs> it would be a juiced sleepover. Yeah. Yeah. At Sweet Adult Boutique. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yes. And so, I mean, what can we look forward to you in the in the immediate future, D? Well, there's there's more for culture coming out. I think we're working on the next issue, and and we just keep getting bigger and bigger. So I'm, I'm really quite proud of that for culture.com and we now have for culture radio which is where the fabulous d show is um and, and we should say frank you're on srn1 in canada yeah and i'm and they and i'm and i'm i am uh still putting together a material special material for for culture radio yes. and, and all that stuff too. correct i just want you to know that uh d because we haven't talked but i am still accumulating fabulous and and currently Velvet is, or at least Transistor is exclusively on Juice Talk Radio. But I'm sure, just like Frank, he's all over the place. You'll be all over the place. I'm all over the place. Um, Good exposure, as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. And so I'm I'm really actually that's kind of what I've been focused on is the Four Culture Radio. We have a lot of great plans for it. So and it, it's getting a lot of of good attention. But really, I, I just hope to. Um, I'm going to give some, some very good, fabulous, fabulous D-shows in Season 6 the next couple of months. I think we'll, we'll take it throughout January and then reformulate again. And maybe I'll take a little break and re work on some of that other stuff that I'd like to work on. And the only other thing I'd like to say is, uh, is that uh, you two guys, uh, anything, uh, I am always 
in your court. So you should think about anything. If you need anything from me, if you need me to say stuff, do stuff, whatever, uh, you know, just let me know. I'll be there. Well, dolls, I'm going to have to let you go. Yes. We must go. I thank you, Frank Catolo and Velvet Steel, for joining me on the Fabulous D Show. For having us. Thank you both. I love you guys. I love you all. Have a good night. Juice Talk Radio with me, The Artist D, at theartistd.com, thefabulousdshow.com. You can find Frank's show at catolochronicles.blogspot.com, as well as Juice Talk Radio. And Velvet Steel, she's coming at you with a new website, velvetsteel.com, this September, hopefully. Fingers crossed. So, until next time, remain fabulous, but don't remain seated. I am the fabulous The Artist D. Until next time. Good night.